I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is Pastor Sherelle Perkins. I'm excited about being with you this morning. Hallelujah. Uh, this is our Friday. It's our Friday push. Get us into the weekend. God, give us what we need to keep our wheels going. You know, there is a blessing to be in the midst of the congregation. God has empowered us with so many tools and ways to be connected across lines, to uh, be connected cross-culture, internationally. You know the sky is the limit. We used to sing that song, the sky is the limit of what I can have. Is it have? Yeah. Yes, the sky is the limit to what I can have in God, how I can occupy. It is amazing. If we could believe it 20 years ago, 30 years ago, how much more in this hour? You know what? To whom much is given, much is required. Do you know we're the generation without excuse? There are many voices in the land, but we're the generation without excuse. Throughout all the ages, man could always turn to God and say, God, I want your truth. And God would respond. We see that throughout the Old Testament. People here and there would turn their heart to Almighty God, and he would walk with them. He walked with Abraham. He walked even before Abraham. He was with Enoch. Even before there was the Ten Commandments, there was God. Even after the fall of man, if our hearts hungered for God, he would respond. Oh, mm. just think about that loving, kind God that searches throughout the earth to look for someone to show himself mighty in. And here we are, covered by the blood of Jesus, empowered by almighty God to walk to live, to do, to represent. Do you, can you imagine how excited God feels when he wakes up and he never sleeps nor slumbers, but when he looks down and he sees all of these (laughs) Jesuses, and I'm hearing baby Jesuses, because that's where Jesus started as a baby. God's okay. But he's looking and he's seeing us growing and seeking, desiring and hungering, crying after him because we want him more than houses and land and silver and gold. We want him more than what we can put in our stomach, what we can feel with our hands. We want him more, more than anything. 
more than a marriage, more than a husband, more than a wife, more than a friend. We want him. We hunger and we thirst after righteousness. Can you imagine God's delight? It's not just Enoch. It's not just Abraham. It's not just a few hundreds of people. It's not just the children of Judah. It's not just a group. But because of the blood of Jesus, all of humanity have access to be called the sons of God. Wow. How marvelous is your works, Father. How matchless. We can search the whole world, and there's none like you. The enemy had a strategy to make himself king of the world, to be praised by the works of the hands of man, their songs, their music. He established a kingdom because he wanted to be like God. But the truth of it is there is none like our Father. So even in all that he orchestrated, we are still the crescendo of creation. We still have the voice that Abba Father longs to hear. We still were created to worship and praise the Creator. Oh, that men might know how glorious and how excellent our God is. If men could see Jesus high and lifted up, just maybe they changed their mind. Just maybe they would turn from their wicked ways. Just maybe they'd make different choices. Hallelujah, God, we praise you. God, we magnify you. I thank you, Father, that you are calling forth the sons, Father. The earth is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. Where are you? Where are those made in the image of Almighty God? Where are those that will reflect the glory of our Creator. Where are they, Father? We're groaning to see the manifestation of your sons. Those that look like you, walk like you, execute judgment like you, live like you, bless like you, love like you. Father God, I thank you for this gathering of people. Father God, I thank you for the hunger that's in these ones, Father. 
that choose to get up, come together at 6.30 in the morning. They must be seekers. They must be those that hunger and thirst after righteousness. Who does that, God? They couldn't be looking for a form of godliness and denying the power they're in because that's not the conversation that we're having this morning, Father. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. God, you are a good God. Find us this morning, God, in our place of hunger, Father. Satisfy us, bread of heaven. Be our portion this morning. Hallelujah. Be our help and our hope this morning. Uh, We trust in you, God, in all that we do. We lean not to our own understanding. God, in all our ways, we acknowledge you, God, even in the secret places. Father, we recognize that you are God and you are Lord, and there is none beside you, God. It is only you that can satisfy You are our healer, our deliverer, our kinsman, our friend. You are one that sticks closer than the brother. Oh, God, we bless you, Lord. We're thankful and we're grateful for all of your precious promises toward us, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, God. Oh, as I was meditating on the word this morning, I was looking at the children of Israel. I was looking at what God did when he got angry with them. I was looking at all that they went through. And Holy Spirit says there's a difference in your covenant. When God chose them and he saw evil, he punished them. And some of us live like Old Testament saints. We anticipate punishment, but that's not the way of the new covenant. It might be the way of the world. It might be the way of religion. We may have heard it preached and taught, but God is not looking to punish us. He's not looking to make us do anything. Hallelujah. He's looking for a people that would love him enough that they would lay aside everything for him. He's not looking. He's not looking to take our firstborn. He's not looking to destroy us. He's not looking to punish us even in disobedience. Why? Because he sees the blood. So we need to get that mess out of our head. It's not that kind of covenant. For where the children of Israel, they had to make sacrifices for their own sins, uh, else they would come under the punishment of God because God was obligated to judge unrighteousness even among his children. We have one sacrifice It's the blood of Jesus. And when we're out of order, 
God sees the blood. He sees the blood. So what is he looking for now? He's looking for men and women and children that will get past themselves and the issues of the world system and to come out from among them and be made wholly separated unto an awesome and amazing God. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for us to make a choice, to present our bodies a living sacrifice, completely holy unto him. He's not looking to punish us, but we keep living a life that brings about consequences. We keep opening doors because he's not like he was in the Old Testament, and we think we must be okay because he hasn't wiped us off the earth. So we continue to live a double life because we think that we can get away with it. But what we really don't understand, it really is our choice. And what we miss is the blessing of his presence and his glory being made manifest in our lives in the earth. We're left with guilt and shame rejection, pain, and hurt, which ought not be in our camp. Why? Because the blood of Jesus settled that. But until we come out from among them, we will continue to live a life below our privileges. You can fool man, but you can't fool God. You can twist up man's opinion, but you can't twist up the mind of God. It was settled before the earth was created. So what is God looking for? People that will know him. People that will know their God. They will do great exploits. Do we really know him? Do we really know him? Father God, we ask this morning that you open up our eyes of understanding that we would be enlightened, Father. That we would come to know the height, the depth, the breadth of your love toward us. Father, we make our personal confessions. We decree according to Philippians 2, 9, 3, 11, Jesus is Lord over our spirit, our soul, and our body. Jesus has made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Lord, you are our shepherd we do not want. 
Father, you supply all our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We do not fret or have anxiety about anything. We do not have a care. Father, we cast all our cares on you. You care for us. You've made provisions for everything about us. We are the body of Christ. We're redeemed from the curse because Jesus bore our sicknesses and carried our diseases in his own body. Father, diabetes, high blood pressure, all of these stress-related diseases, Jesus paid a price that we would be set free. So we command every organ, every tissue to function. Be made new. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We speak to the moral of our bones, Father God. We speak healing in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. We forbid any sickness or disease to operate in our body. Every organ, every tissue of our body functions in your perfection, Father God, according to how it was created and recreated, if need be, in us. We honor you, God, and we bring you glory in our body. We're not slipping, dipping, and pretending like it's all right. Hallelujah. We have your mind. We hold the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of your heart. We're believers and not doubters. We hold fast to our confession of faith. We decide to walk by faith and practice faith. Our faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Jesus, we thank you that you are the author and the developer of our faith. We thank you that your love, Father, has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit and your love abides in us richly. We keep ourselves in the kingdom of light, in love, in the word, and the wicked one touches us not. Can't touch this. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. We tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We walk in Deuteronomy's power. Everywhere we go, every step we take, we are blowing up the things that the enemy has set to entrap us. We're taking authority, Father God. We're walking in your strength and your power, for you have given it to us through the blood of Jesus. Therefore, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against us shall be shown to be in the wrong, for this is our inheritance as the saints of God. We move through this earth in boldness and confidence, not in ourself, but in the one who has proven himself worthy of confidence from the beginning of time until now. Throughout the ages to come, you are worthy, God. We thank you, Father God. So we make an exchange today. Sometimes, Father, we get in your presence and we walk away never making an exchange. But this morning, Father, we make an exchange. Not only do we give you our weaknesses for your strength, but, Father, we don't want to be deceived and think that our strength is strength. So, Father God, we make an exchange. What we think we have going on, Father God, and what we choose to, we make an exchange. Father, we thank you 
for your presence with us this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We bless your name, Father. We lift up our shield of faith and we quench every fiery dart of the enemy. Father, stinking, thinking, let us recognize that they are darts from the adversary. Father God, you said that there was an innumerable amount of angels. One third of them were released by the enemy, came with them. But two-thirds are with us. Father God, this morning, we stand in your presence. You are Jehovah Sabaoth. You are the captain of the host. Father God, we thank you that released into our lives are the greater. Yes, God. The greater are ministering flames of fire roaring in our behalf so that Christ will be seen in us and the process will be completed in us. Father, we thank you for the angels. We thank you for the ministering servants. We thank you for blazing swords this morning released on our behalf all our cares all our concerns we thank you that there are more with us than against us so why would we be intimidated ha greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world Father, you are a great God. You are a mighty God, an awesome God, arrayed in splendor. You are our Father, and we are yours, and we bless your holy name. Ah, hallelujah. Greater, greater, greater are you in us than he that is in the world. We win. Not just in the end. We win now. Because you are our daddy. We walk in victory, God. Because you are our daddy. You are Jehovah Nisi. You are our standard. You are our flag. We lift you up, God. We thank you. Your banner over us is love. When the enemy comes in like a flood, we lift up our banner, our standard against him. Hallelujah. That felt good, God. To realize that even in the heat of the battle when the enemy is trying to take us under, all we have to do is call on the name of our God. You are Jehovah Nisi. You are our standard. When you step into the arena, guess what, God? We know that the fight is fixed because nobody can whoop our God. Hallelujah. Therefore, we will not be defeated. No one can whoop us, punish us, 
or take the blessings from us. And we choose not to throw in the towel. We choose not to run and hide. We choose not to backslide. We choose to stand boldly, boldly in the presence of our enemy. We choose. The kingdom of God is on a forceful advance. We choose to advance on the enemy's territory. We choose. We choose, Father God, mm, to get rid of the squatters that's been sitting on our land. They've been there so long, Father God. We thought they belonged there, but this morning we recognize they don't look like you. We choose, Father. For we are delivered from this present evil world. We're seated with Christ in heavenly places. We reside in the kingdom of your dear Son. The law, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. Freedom. Hallelujah. For freedom's sake, you've set us free. And we turn, God, in our free state and say, we will be your bondservants. We will serve you throughout eternity. What is it that you have in us? What can we give you, Daddy? Some people say you can't give God anything because he has everything. But I beg to differ. For he went through a process to create us. So what he hungers for is us. Mm. He hungers for people that will say, Father, what can I do to serve you? I love you like you love me. I want to serve you with the life that you have given me. I want to serve you, Father. I want to worship you with my gifts, my talents, my abilities. I want to serve you, God. I want to bow before you, bring to you everything that's in my being, Father, and come before your throne. Father, here I am, Father, reporting for duty this morning. Train me, Daddy God. I want to be like you. (laughs) I want to walk like you and talk like you. I want to be like you, God. So I'm here in your presence. I am what you've been looking for, Father. I am what you have desired. I bring all of me into your presence, God. I humbly lay before you. Presenting my body a living sacrifice. That's the least I can do for so great a God, so great a Savior. 
but to will and to do of your good pleasure. We let the word dwell in us richly. You, who have begun a good work in us, will continue until the day of Christ. That is our covenant with you. And you are a covenant-keeping God. Your covenant obligates you to be our Father and to be our Lord, our Savior, our Master. In Jesus' name, amen. Are there any prayer requests this morning? Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. How are you? Oh, my. <laughs> there was a breaking. Just, mm, I just thank God. I just thank God. I thank God. I thank God for the prayer line. There was a uh, breakthrough. And I, ooh, hallelujah. 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 Mm, mm, mm. I just want to ask, I, I've got to travel tomorrow. Mm, thank you, Jesus. I uh, have to travel tomorrow. A dear friend of mine, he uh, went home to be with the Lord last Sunday, and uh, his celebration of life is uh, tomorrow. It's about a two-and-a-half-hour drive I have to make, and I just pray traveling mercies, and he had requested that I uh, uh, share something about him, maybe two to five minutes or so, so I'm just praying that it can be uh, uh, words of strength and comfort for his family and all of those, those of us who really uh, loved him as a dear brother. And and, and he, praise God, uh, when I saw him last, we talked, and and, and uh, I asked him, I said, man, you, you, you know Christ, you've confessed Christ. And he said, yes. I said, you're sure? He said, yes. So hallelujah. I know he's with the Lord. He's with the Lord. So just uh, traveling mercies and for his family as well. Amen. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for our dear friend and our brother that's on the line, Father. We ask that you would go with him, that you would travel with him, Father, that the angels are encamped around about him to bring him safely to his destination. We thank you that he remains alert and attentive. We thank you, Father, for your angels being with him, guiding, warring, holding back any strategy that the enemy would try to release against him. So we thank you, Father, for safe passage. Father, I'm not sure what states he's going through, but, Father, we thank you that your spirit goes with him, that the angels go with him. Father God, you speak a sure word, so I thank you to give my brother a sure word that would minister your life, your love, your goodness, your kindness to all those that are there in attendance. That 
will continue his friend's legacy. He said he knew God. That's worth passing on to the generations and those that are there. Father God, I thank you that the spirit of life would be released, your hope, your joy, your peace. And for those that are hurting God, that you would comfort them with the comfort of the Holy Spirit. That men and women would be transformed in your presence. And Father, I thank you that the homegoing celebration would indeed be a celebration as the revelation of Christ is released in the atmosphere. Even now, when people are preparing their heart, God, I thank you, Father, to reveal yourself as Savior as deliverer, as kinsman, and friend. I don't know who's left to mourn his life. But Father God, those that loved him and were the closest to him, Father, I thank you to deliver them from guilt and shame and condemnation. Let them find a peace that passes all understanding. As they turn their hearts toward you, God. Comfort them with the comfort that only you can give. Thank you, Father, that lives are going to be changed. Not for the bitter, but for the better. Thank you for the anointing being present on my brother as he shares. I pray that the light of God and the countenance of God would so rest upon you that there will be those that will need to do a double day. Because they will see Jesus. So I thank you, Father, for your anointing, being with him as he goes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Israel. You're welcome. We had a thank good time this morning. I don't know about y'all, but I Ooh. went into the throne room of God. And I was there with him this morning. Ooh, hallelujah. And I am grateful, 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 grateful. Are there any other prayer requests? God is so present with us this morning. I'm thankful, Father. I'm thankful for the breakthrough. I am. I felt it too, brother. I really did. Are there any other prayer requests? This is a great time. And if you have something on your heart, you want to pray it, this is a good time to do it. 
Pastor Sherelle, um, this Sunday, I've been requested to preach at um, First Samuel Missionary Baptist Church um, for their 64th choir anniversary. This will be a first time. I used to belong to that church when I was about 18 years old. Um, And so um, God has given me a word. I just want to be able to deliver it right. Um, the key, uh, a kingdom perspective of a choir, because we've uh, most choirs to well, I'm not going to say most, but there's been a lot. They're into entertaining, and so I, I, God is just showing me how to give them the correct perspective of what they're doing and why they're doing it. So. Um, just uh, pray for me that um, I'll hear him and that they'll hear him. And yeah. maybe it'll it'll bring life back to that church. Um, it'll bring um, God's presence back into that house. Amen. Amen. Oh, God. Hallelujah. When you were, <laughs> when you were mentioning it, I just, heard the slaying of a sacred cow. Um, Okay. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I thank you, Father God, as pastor puts the trumpet to her mouth, God, and decrees your kingdom perspective, your kingdom truths regarding worship and the place of a choir. Hallelujah. That the sword of the Spirit would be released in the congregation and in the choir, and it would do havoc to the enemy that it will break and annihilate every misconception. Father God, we come in advance. We thank you, Father, that the spirit of pride is brought into submission to your authority, God. Self-righteousness, false humility will be destroyed in your presence, God. I thank you for the anointing that breaks the yoke. Father God, I thank you that as sister goes forward, as pastor goes forward, that the anointing of God would rest upon her. The yoke-breaking anointing. For, Father, we decree these are your people, the sheep of your pasture. Your heart delights in your children. So everywhere the enemy has brought deception, we ask for there to be a breaking in Jesus. 
a breaking of the choir director. A breaking off of the minstrel of music. A breaking, God. I'm seeing someone at a piano. I don't know who this is. But, Father God, a breaking and a breakthrough. In Jesus' name. Father, there are those that ask Pastor to come for one reason. But God, you're sending her on assignment. And they will get more than they bargain for. Thank you that the presence of God would be their portion this Sunday. I thank you, Father, that you usher in a new perspective, and the fruit of what pastor does and deliver will not be a temporary fix, a hallelujah fix, a one-time fix. But, Father God, the chains will be broken off this congregation, and this will be the dawning of a new day. This will be an opening of blind eyes. This will be an opening of deaf ears. Father, yes, one man can do it. Peter preached the word and 3,000 were converted. Give pastor the word that will convert this church. Ha, this is a covert mission. Hallelujah. So I thank you that shackles will be broken, lives will be changed and transformed, and the spirit of religion will be broken off this body forever. And every seed sowing, sown, shall bear fruit. So we pray in advance for hearts being made ready to receive the word of God. Thank you, Father. We decree that Sunday is the perfect time for this message. If it wasn't before now, Father, we thank you that it is now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father for operating in behalf of your children, in our behalf, Father, that we can ask you anything and it shall be established. Thank you, Father, for the honor to co-labor with you this Sunday with Pastor with this congregation. How much you love them, God, to send someone in their midst to bring the word of truth and the word of life. So I thank you as she eats the whole loaf, Father. The very truth and revelation will be released in the midst of the congregation 
And I agree in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Ah, oh, we love you, Jesus. Father God, strengthen Pastor. As she continues to hear your voice in this season, you're showing us all new ways, new ways to represent kingdom, new assignments, God. I know she hates stuff like this, but that's okay. I'm going to do it anyway. So I thank you that as she goes forth this Sunday, she will get a kingdom perspective. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Anyone else who want prayer? I love you, Pastor. And I truly love you. (laughs) You guys are just amazing to me. I, you know, I know I'm probably a little different. But to me, I don't think you can share anything greater than prayer. To come together every morning, to me, is fellowship at its height, right? To come into God's presence together. So it blesses me every morning to be able to share with you guys. I love you. I care about you. And um, I have great expectations and anticipation of what God is doing in our midst. Um, I thank you for your prayers and your love. I know that there are mornings that you suffer with me as I go through my process. And I appreciate that because it takes us all coming together in order to see the glory of God manifested in our earthen vessels and in our earth and in our assignments. Are there any other prayer requests? Talk should just kick me off, but that's okay. We can keep going. I don't know what they're doing. Pastor. Yes. Yeah, you know, I've got to say something. <laughs> Always do. Every time you speak to the Lord, I hear so many songs. And just now, I've got almost 10 songs in my head. It's like God is ministering to me as you ministered to us. And I just have to say that every time you speak, I hear a song from the Lord, and, and that's to me is just phenomenal. It's just beautiful, just another way of getting the word in my soul, and I love you for that. I thank you. I thank you for your prayers. I thank you for being here. I thank my brother for, can I say, turning me on to this prayer line, and I'm just grateful that I had a chance to meet you live in living color and that you continue to bless me with your words and that's what I want to say. Amen. Now do you sing? 
I would love to, but I'm a little, what can I say, shy. But uh, I sing in my heart, and I love music. I have a cousin, I call her my sister. She has a phenomenal, beautiful voice. And I'm told that my new sister has a voice, too. And I would, sometimes I just want to ask Pastor Tammy if she could just give us a brief song, because I heard a little bit of it, and she is phenomenal as well. Just have to say that too. So I love the Lord and I lift my voice to worship you, oh my soul. Rejoice, take joy, my King, in what you hear, and let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. I love you, Lord, and I lift my Take joy, my King, in what you hear, and let it be a sweet, sweet sound, and let it be a sweet, sweet sound, and let it be a in your Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, tell her, brother. Any other comments, prayer requests, songs? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. One of the things that we talked about last night at our prayer meeting, our prayer gathering, was this hideous murder. And I have to confess, I didn't know anything about it before last night. Um, That happened over in the area where our church is. So much violence, so much death, so much of that in the city. Uh, 
we want to be mindful to pray for our officials and our church. But, you know, I see my my portion as believing God for his church. Because if we are in place, then we hold back the hand of the enemy. When we recognize our power and our authority, sometimes we spend a lot of energy going, "Mm, mm, mm," shaking our heads and whatever else. But that's not taking authority. That's not standing in the place that God has ordained for us. Having a conversation about how bad things are, that's not taking authority. And the best way to take authority is to figure out what your portion is in the body of Christ and start supplying what you've been called to supply. Like Pastor Tammy, the boldness that will rest upon her. Why? Because there are a lot of choirs that need to be rescued. There are a lot of traditional what we call traditional church settings that God wants to release the song of the Lord, the voice, his presence, his anointing. He's not tripping over denomination lines. What is that to our God? We invented them. So I don't care what we call ourselves. It's still our invention. Because God only has one name for his children. And that's the called out ones. So whether I'm called out and I'm called out and I call myself a Baptist or an African Methodist Episcopal, the bottom line is he's got the same message for all of us. Whether I'm listening to doctrines of men, doctrines of devils. That I may have superimposed in my heart over the doctrine of God. So, Father God, we praise you and we thank you. Father God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for all those that are enforcing the laws of the land. We thank you, Father God, for arresting the demonic spirits that's releasing a spirit of murder and bloodshed in our streets and in our community. That's mad and angry because he realizes if we ever get it right, that he would no longer have access to our children and our children's children. So he seeks to intimidate us, make us think nothing's working. But, Father, we're not going to be deceived. We realize that there's just four of us, five of us, six of us on a good day, some we know each other, we don't know. But there is power in the midst of us. 
So we know that if there's power with us all over the city, the nation, there are groups coming together, lifting you up, humbling themselves, praying, seeking, craving, requiring you of necessity by faith, turning from their wicked ways. Yes, we're turning. In the process of, but we're turning, God, we're turning. See us, we're turning. And you will hear from heaven, forgive our sins, heal our land, burst our own heart. And as it flows to others, Father, you will heal our land, our city, our street. There's a broken family, God. Heal their land. We all go to church. Heal our land. And let us become the church, the called out ones. For we are your people called by your name. We thank you that you hear our prayers. And moving by your spirit. You are moving by your spirit to bring healing and deliverance. Father, men's hearts are failing them because of fear. But you have not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Father, I pray for every pastor, every teacher, evangelist, preacher, whatever their title is, Lord, that's their business and your business, God. But if you've called them to minister life to your people, then I pray, Father God, for the anointing to rest upon them, God. I pray, Father God, for a hunger in their hearts to know truth. I pray, Father God, for the shackles to be broken off of them. Some can't pray a convicting prayer or preach a convicting sermon simply because they're in the bed with the devil already. Open up eyes that have been blinded and seduced and deceived. Father, I thank you for those on the line. I know it's time to close. Bless their weekend, God. Bless whatever they put their hands to be with them, wherever they fellowship, God. I pray for their leadership, that you would give them a word in due season, that their congregations are changing, transforming, looking a lot like you, heaven on earth. Bless them. May the favor of God be with them. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you next Tuesday, 6.30 a.m. Love and peace.
Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.